Look at you, my my little creation. Look at you. What's with the yellow? Is it like a Charlie Brown themed uh, baseball cap? What are those? Called? First of all, I'm not a Beanie. Midwest mom. I do not wear peanuts merch. How dare you? Second of all, it's Fly by Jing brand, which is my favorite. Szechuan chili crisp condiment. What's going and on with you and Fly by Jing? Like people, like are you in someone's bed with them? jealous? Someone's yeah. jealous. Did you okay, invest? Well, before we get into it, I think we should introduce. Uh, I, I'm not even going to say guest. I'm going to say our our co-host with the co-most. Let's welcome back by popular demand, Clayton Hawkins. And the news that can only be described as stunt casting, I am <laughs> back. <laughs> hey, you're just you're too natural of a fit for us to not just drag you along on this ride with us whenever we get the chance. I feel the dragation happening and it's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm happy to be here. Look, it's an honor to drag. It's I couldn't have asked for someone better to drag. We're we're so grateful that you you're could. here. You certainly could have asked for someone better, but look, I'm glad you didn't. You know look, what I mean? You're, you're our fourth choice. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I know. We, we went out to way bigger names. I know. You um, didn't have to tell me that, but you did, and now I do know. In all so seriousness, Clay, you are, you're our new secret sauce. Um, that's what we're going to call you. Great. I, I, I feel very uh, saucy, so... Everything's right, working out. Speaking of sauce, back to Esther's original question. Szechuan. Yeah. What is Szechuan sauce? What is that? So I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Szechuan region of China. Let's take it way back. But I, I'm a huge fan of Szechuan food in general. Me too. It's okay. And it's, it's not a defined. Uh, <laughs> if it were, um, <laughs> Esther does win. But uh, <laughs> there were, I'm sorry. There's a Szechuan restaurant at Old Orchard Mall. I went there growing up. Whatever. Just keep going. Keep going. Next no, to the sure. bagels. Okay, go on. We all know Skokie is the food capital of the United States of America. Some say the world. Yeah. Um, so Szechuan cuisine is often defined by its use of tingling peppercorns. It's got this very mm. distinct, spicy, kind of spiciness. They use these peppercorns that will like almost numb and tingle your mouth. It's the best thing in the world. And there's this hot new brand on the scene. It's called Fly by Jing. And they make their own version of a traditional Szechuan chili crisp. I am such a fan of this stuff. I put it on everything. And they advertise to put it on everything. It makes... I put it on avocado toast. I put it on my eggs. I put it on... They say to put it on vanilla ice cream. And I've tried it. It's good. This is a very oh. dimensional, flavorful, crispy, oily, tingly sauce. I'm such a fan of the product, of their branding. And I 
had the honor of meeting the founder. Her name is Jing. She started this company by herself. And as you know, I'm a food founder now, so I need another food yeah, founder. Yeah, peers. This is sort of like a peer session, which is which is wild. You are in this industry. I've done what we call a pivot. Yeah. A light pivot. You kind of lost me when you said oily, though. When I hear someone, like, I would never, if someone described, oh, this food's really oily. I get that. Well, have you ever had, like, Trader Joe's has their own version. It's kind of a common condiment where it'll be like chili, Chris. Chopped chili and chopped garlic in, like, an olive oil kind of thing. It's like that. By the way, I did try Fish Wife on avocado toast, and it was incredible. And I didn't use butter because apparently that was. I would have, though. I did not mean to butter shame you. It is, I'm not in the business of shaming people out of eating tinned fish in yeah, any way. A lot of people reached out sort of <laughs> just to hold my hand in a spiritual way about uh, the butter shaming. But that is something that we have moved past. But seriously, it was so good with the avocado toast. My boyfriend is a little squeamish, I feel like, or at least I'm getting him into the It's common. He's fish. not alone. He's on board. What more can I say? That's unbelievable. I mean... T- Tuna is a great uh, tinned fish entry gateway drug, I should yeah. say. Um, I'm so happy you liked it. You can taste the quality, right? It's really smoked. We're not That's talking smoke smoky. flavor is added. Yeah. Esther, which Esther, I'm sure is a problem for you because Esther usually has a problem with the smell of smoke. I don't um, like fireplace smells, but I do love the taste of smoke. Now that's something to dig into. Yeah. <laughs> now that's some would say evil behavior. <laughs> Yeah, mm. uh, that's curious, curiouser and curiouser by the day. Mm. So you, Esther, I think we talked about this on the podcast, but it's so funny as as someone who's watched Esther go through so many food obsessions throughout my life cycle of friendship with her, to have her get obsessed with Fishwife. I assume she's already burned out on it, but to see no, her not yet. <laughs> but to see her, I know, I'm, I'm now pacing she is. her. Three, two, one. <laughs> oh, and there it is. I'm pacing her out. I'm gonna limit her cans. I don't want her to burn out. But to see her become obsessed with my own food product was it was a full circle moment for me. That really is was. kind of a dream, isn't it? You did it that's- right though. You made it have a smoky, irresistible taste. I feel like if it didn't have that smoky taste, I would actually not want anything to do with it. Look, Smoky, irresistible. <laughs> there is something there. I want my baby back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was confused. But I, I – look, a regular tuna, a can of tuna is a can of tuna. But a can of Alderwood – Alderwood, I can't even say it. Smoked tuna. Alderwood. Smoked over – yeah, smoked over real Alderwood, folks. We're not joking around here. Now, that's that's a moray, baby. Wow. I'm so happy you liked it, Clay. Every episode is just going to be me saying congratulations about your fish at the beginning (laughs) of every one. So just uh, know that going in. Look, uh, you have to pay the piper, pay your tidings. Yeah, of course. The tidings are are being (laughs) paid. So, guys, what's up? Uh, What's what's going on? Clay, you had a big shoot? Um, I, I, can I share my my past 24 hours? Because they are a little bit wild. They're a little wild and out with Nick Cannon over here. Yeah. I, some of us have wanted to ask about that. So I did have a shoot last night from sunset to sunrise, no. which happens sometimes. I also did work during the day. I saw Esther yesterday, and we did a shoot, and I was a little worried about – the night shoot coming out. How would you describe uh, what happened yesterday, Esther? Clayton, like, 
he hit his anxiety. He was catastrophizing. He was in mm-hmm. catastrophization mode, which I have had night shoots ahead of me before. And I'll be honest, it's kind of impossible to be anything but in catastrophe mode because you're just like the weight of an entire night's work of an unhealthy, like unnatural night's work uh, ahead of you it's just there's nothing quite like that yes this is true and I think that my catastrophizing I'm normally super positive I'm like manifestation like everything's gonna be fine but I was a little burnt out and a little bit like oh how am I gonna get through the night all this stuff and I think because of that you know we did wrap at five we're in Palmdale And my tire blew out at 5 a.m. on the Palmdale rainy freeway this morning. You're kidding me. So that's sort of the, that's the, those are the cards that I was dealt today. And I'm living proof that you can survive. I am a survivor of tire blowout, which Mm. sounds gross. It sounds like uh, something worse, but uh Okay, yeah. so here's what I'm taking from the story is you had your gate your moment this morning on a freeway. Mm-hmm. It was rainy. Your tire blew out. Like, I can't imagine Have you guys ever had a tire blow out point. on the freeway? No, that's no, also like death. You need to get your tires changed. What was that? <laughs> I think you need to get your tires the changed. The tires were changed. Renee, thankfully, while I was sleeping this morning, while you were sleeping, Sandra Bullock, mm. it's a movie. But while I was sleeping this morning, he did change the tires. So that was like, he got to be the big hero in the situation. Look, Can you we- can't play with car maintenance. I'm sorry. If that tread is worn out, you got to hold the penny up to it. If it's oh. not reaching the head... Yeah, but I don't know chance. about this. No one taught me about any. You know, my first car that I got, I never changed the oil. So 18 months after I got it, when I was like <laughs> 17 and a half, it fully just on New Year's Day, we went out to get bagels and it just, it never started again. And that was the last I saw of it. So no one ever, <laughs> who's supposed to teach you about car stuff? Answer uh, me. Adult, adult male <laughs> figures in oh, one's life. Oh, right. I didn't have Triple that. A. Not to make it gendered or yeah. anything. Clayton, um, personal question. Can we, without naming names, explain what happened to your car earlier this week? I'm happy to lead the charge if allowed. I I am so glad you're comfortable with me sharing this because I am too, I'm very comfortable sharing this. You know, I was doing a client and, um, have a bit of a anal blowout. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. That did happen. You can say it. Um, so I'm leaving and I get a call from said client and they said, Clay, you drive a, a black Lexus, right? Wait, can I interject that a while black Lexus before oh, that was hey, happening? That's the whole point of the story. I'm done. What are you, my amazingly rich stepmom? This is like, I who am, are you? I'm your tax guy. Um, no, his his car stresses me out. It's too nice. But I just want to say that I'm the client is a mutual friend, and she had texted me. Hey, wait, does, did you know first? I did, but I was on the phone, so I couldn't like interact with her. But I got all these texts from her. Does Clay drive a black Lexus? I think, and then she revealed what she thought happened. So please carry on. Basically, she calls me and she's like, "So um, my driver uh, said that they saw a woman, and the woman was obviously can only be described as her wardrobe stylist. Speed out of her driveway, smash into a black Lexus, <laughs> take a peek at it, and then zoom, 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 zoom away." Again, like I don't change the oil. I don't check the tires. I didn't notice that the front of my car was all scraped up. I'm just like merrily driving home. Long story short, I called the stylist. I said, did you, did you hit my car? 
and she says, I mean, of course I'm going to fix it. Don't be a drama queen. Immediately, I was, um, I, was, um, I was the bad guy. Immediately, I was the drama queen for us. So my theory... Clay, what you're telling me right now is you are aggressively gaslit. <laughs> I was. And immediately, I was like, it's okay. You don't have to fix it. Like, it's fine. I understand. Like, no. I was like, I was like what do I care? A, a scrape? Uh, my car <laughs> character, hello. Like, what's the big deal? Uh, but now I have some theory. This lack of sleep has made me a QAnon-level <laughs> conspiracy theorist where I'm now convinced that the fender digged into the tire and that's why the tire popped. Now, apparently... Um, sorry, I'm keeping an open mind. Continue. Okay, well, Renee asked about this because I am like a tire truther now. And he did ask the people at Just Tires if this was a possibility. They said no, but I'm I'm not convinced that the stylist didn't call them. Take sip of energy drink at 7.30 p.m. <laughs> Use my promo code Clay for Celsius. Do you really have a promo code? No, but I should, right? One time Esther, I was in Esther's car and I was drinking a Celsius and she said that me just drinking the Celsius in our car for 10 minutes made her car smell like battery acid for a week <laughs> after. I love Celsius. I love the way this smells. It's literally like poppers for me. I'm obsessed <laughs> me with Celsius. It I smells nothing like- better than first thing in the morning before you even had a sip of water cracking open like a guava mango ice celsius and just guzzling that how can apple you and pear? so good i love that flavor it doesn't yeah. taste like, like chemical chemicals to you it's fine Mm-mm. it is what it is like it's getting the job done you know what i mean sometimes you have to do what you have to do to provide for your family <laughs> your family being esther <laughs> <laughs> thank you yes so, wow, Clay, you've had so it's quite been a, a week. Wi- it's been a wild 24 hours. So I did try to sleep today, um, and hence the Celsius. But I do love Celsius. I think Celsius is great. Oh, I love it. What's your favorite flavor? This one. Fuji yeah. apple pear. It's light. It's like healthy. It's like a salad. <laughs> but I also will. But I'm also like dainty with it. Where like I'll drink this over two days. Oh, what? we're not. Losing fizz? I love, I, oh, I love literally having two sips of a sparkling water, having it in my car for days, sips on end. That temperature changes, makes it get like new notes of metal and aluminum. It gets it. That's how I smoke my water is in the car. Can I just say something to me? The taste of a sparkling water that's gone flat is I cannot drink it. Just knowing really? that there were sparkles in it once, it it it's like ghost water. It's like the w- life has been taken out of the water. It's dead on arrival. I hate it. See, this that is going to sound. Me. This is going to sound like a weird and esoteric. It tastes wide to me. Like when wide. it it tastes literally like when you're seeing like the ocean. Like the it just it tastes so wide. Like it's gone through so much. I can't. I really do mean that. You're like your water with a little experience. Yeah. A life story. I do. You guys, I am going to use this flat sparkling water segue to to tell you both that I'm here to school you. Are you ready? I guess. I love this power dynamic shift. I know, it's... I'm going to take the power back right now from you two fools, Uh-oh. you two uneducated nothings. So last week, on Ouch. Glowing Up, 
I mentioned NFTs casually and you both treated me like I was some dumb dumb nobody do nothing and literally the next day NFTs were headline news all over like every news outlet because they broke the record for the highest price of an art NFT was sold for $69 million. So I am just going to tell you guys. I don't think I was on this episode. I've never, what's an NFT? You were. You You mentioned it, but you didn't explain what they were at all. It was very confusing. This week, I am going to explain to you what an NFT is so you don't get caught up feeling that way again. So an an NFT. Let me get my notes. Can I go to the bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) Can we watch a movie? (laughs) Shut up. Miss Esther, I'm hungry. (laughs) Okay. An NFT is a non-fungible token, and it's a -a one-of-a-kind digital image or video that is verified on a blockchain. What is that, you ask? So an NFT is basically like a... If you think of a baseball card... Where, you know, you buy it, you sell it, it's, it's a collectible, it's a, there's, you know, only so many. An NFT is like that, but there's no tangible version of it. It just exists digitally. So it's like a GIF, GIF, however you want to say it, or a digital image. And you might be thinking, okay, well, you know, anyone can just screenshot it and keep it for themselves what's the point of owning it well yeah but that's true with any kind of work of art you know there's poster prints of the mona lisa left and right there's only one and so it might seem really ridiculous as it kind of does to me i don't understand it but it's like this huge major craze right now they're selling for millions of dollars they have sports they have art um but Wait, they're just sports how can a azalea banks i like, heard about the sports thing like a, a a gif of lebron james shooting a like dunk whatever they're called sold for like two million dollars so you buy care. it this and is you, the beanie baby craze of like the present post oh, ding 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 You've been here, here, done that. Not going to fall for it again. I will say that some movers and shakers, I can't say who I was with last night, but some movers and shakers on set were talking about this. Really? Azealia Banks just sold a sex tape on NFTs. Cool. And That's cool. I was talking to my friend who knows, like, the guy who does all the digital strategy at the NBA, and the way they're doing it for the NBA, kind of like what Esther was saying, is they'll sell, like, a video of like a famous play. But mm-hmm. again, I just don't understand like why can't I go watch that video on YouTube of like Michael Jordan's most famous dunk? You can't. Okay, but you, is there wait, I now I'm oh, my conspiracy theory like been up all night brain is going places. Is this preparing us for a future world where there is no YouTube where you do have to no. own everything like the Walt Disney vault or something. Oh, that was a whole scam. I know. Now with Disney plus, don't you feel so stupid for ever buying into the Disney oh, vault? They re-released it. It'd be like the diamond collection, the diamond queen <laughs> collection. Now with one extra minute of footage. I'm like, Oh no, no, no. This isn't regular Lilo and stitch. This is Lilo and stitch double platinum, triple ice collection. <laughs> well, aren't VHS. That's like the re- Reverse of NFTs because now I have all these fucking VHS tapes in my parents' basement, 
And those are worthless. Like maybe the NFT on the digital version is worth more. It's it's kind of, and so to answer your question earlier, Caroline, of like, well, I can just watch it on YouTube, but there can only be one person who owns the image. And the image only has enough value as people say it does, as the marketplace does. So if someone wants to buy it from you, it has value. With all the love in the world, this is making my skin crawl. Like this whole <laughs> concept, it makes me sick as a dog. Well, Clayton, you're the one who told me that if I wasn't on TikTok, it'd be like not being, not having a website in the dot com boom. No, I and said so, it would be like I would. Be, I said it was like ten years ago, being like I don't need Instagram. I have a website. Okay, so whatever it was you said. Okay, you know I'm going to get on board. You know that I'm an evolver. You know that I'm a. You know that I, I I'm a bandwagoner. I'll. What do I need to? Who do I? Do I need to send you money and you'll take care of it for me? Can you be my guy for it? No, you don't I'll, need to do anything. I just wanted you to know about it. Okay. As a friend. Thank you. NFT. <laughs> what is NFT? It's just sinister. Non-fungible token. Hate it. Fungible. That sounds so natural. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound like a word that you'd use to describe like something technical. That's where Fungus. they're getting you. It's all a mind fuck. This whole thing is so <laughs> twisted. I'm telling you, this is leading to something like the way that people feel about like AI and stuff. That's how I feel about this. This is leading towards a dark future where we can't just go on YouTube. That's my only concern. Clay needs to sleep <laughs> so badly. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> He's like, and another thing, like JFK, like where's the bullet? Like, they're watching me. <laughs> Can I tell you something else crazy from last week is that we were talking, <laughs> what? We were talking about ghost kitchens and like celebrity, um, whatever they're called, like, you know, ghost kitchens. Yeah. You know who freaking launched a ghost kitchen the day after we lo- released that episode? Talk to me. Goop. <laughs> Listening. Goop? There's a Goop ghost kitchen on the west side of Los Angeles. I've already looked it up. I've tried to order, but I don't, I'm not like eligible. You're not on the list. <laughs> what? Not on the list. Yeah. Well, Clay, Clayton did say he was with some movers and shakers last night, so. Do you want me to get you on the goop uh, ghost kitchen list, as it were? Yeah. If you go what to is- the website, goopkitchen.com, like, I'm denied. Is it a kitchen? Denied. It's Richie Rich. <laughs> You're just trying to get in. It's just that computer. It graphic. just redirects you back to your own TikTok. <laughs> but I, I pulled up the menu, and the food is all gluten free, and it's some of it is. Oh, big it, but it, whoop! It, it says all sauces and marinades made in house are marked marked GCC are Goop certified non fungible. <laughs> <laughs> but they have the Goop teriyaki bowl, mushroom carnitas bowl. It just sounds spring salmon bowl. 1595. The prices are not bad. I don't know, you guys. I say we do a trip over to Santa Monica and try the Goop Ghost Kitchen. I'll have to check with my new overlord, it, Noom, to see if they approve. <laughs> don't Noom. Are you on Noom? I started Noom, and oh, no. well, they don't really want me talking to you guys unless you're in the Noom bubble. You're it's an outsider. So cult- Noom is for sure culty. It's like, it's not a weight loss program, it's an emotionally driven, like, self food sacrifice. I've read more. They make you read literature to do anything. They also ask for, like, emergency <laughs> contacts which i'm i have a feeling that's just gonna block those people in your phone so you have no access to your loved ones they're just slowly isolating me i feel it do you think are they, they does noom, 
Does Noom <laughs> refer to me and Esther as SPs? Yeah. If they, <laughs> it's very that. Well, they do talk about NSPs. Like, they do talk about like don't let those sabatinas and your sabotagers like come in the way. What is Noom? Someone tell me what Noom is now. So it's I, like a new Weight Watchers. Well, don't get me started. Sorry, a Noom Weight Watchers. First of all, it's called <laughs> WW. Because I, I forgot. Because I, I, I also forgot. I also found out that I have been paying for WW for the past three years and a really high tiered plan. You are, I can help you've you been get asked, a refund on that. You've been asked it's to leave fine. the show. <laughs> no, it's fine. I feel bad. I feel bad. I feel like they're struggling. No, they're not. They're paying James Corden tons of money. Is he the face of WW? Yeah, starting at New Year's, and he's already lost a bunch of weight, according to paparazzi photos. That, oh no! You know, I, I like to stalk my former boss. I like to know what he's up to. Do you think that I should um, try to do, do Noom, Noom and WW? Because I'll never find out. Right? Somehow you get fatter than ever. <laughs> no, that's that's already a given. That I guarantee you. The second I do one of these, that's going to happen. Well, Noom is like we're not a weight loss program. Like, I feel like it's it's very emotionally driven. The only thing I know about Noom is, like, every commercial is, like, this guy who owns a candy factory and has somehow... Willy Wonka? I swear. There's this guy they they always use in Noom ads who, like, is a he's a third-generation candy maker and he lost, like, 400 pounds on Noom. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing that I do find the most disturbing about it, Caroline, is that it is trying to have such a sense of humor. It'll literally be like, so you got on the scale. Be honest with me. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being... Ain't no big deal. Kittens and butterflies. And 10, Freddy Krueger. Like, I just hate Freddy Krueger culture as a rule. So they honestly almost lost me as a subscriber there. Hey, can um, you tell sorry, us? I don't want to make a big deal of it, but I am ghostwriting for Noom. So <laughs> honestly, I feel like they looked at your Instagram and were trying to have your voice. What is, Freddy, what is Freddy Krueger culture? I, I, I would love to dive more into what that is. With peace and love, because I am with someone for almost a decade who loves Halloween, loves horror movies, has oh. tattoos of, you know, violent monsters on his body. Like, I don't like Freddy Krueger. I can get behind Jason. I can get behind Michael Myers. But mm. Freddy Krueger is just so gross. And it's just, I don't like eight, I don't like any man in the 80s. Period. Yeah, men in the okay. 80s are a problem. But even like, speak on it. They're it's just they're they're bad. They're bad boys. They're not nice. There's just a bad toxic male energy from the 80s that I want to be done with. I, I won't I can't even watch like a lot of John Hughes movies. Like I love 70s and then something happened in the 80s where it became it was like the peak of just like toxic masculinity that I I'll can't tell get you behind. exactly what happened. A variety of socioeconomic situational things basically are like but our gdp was higher than ever the economy was crazy regonomics out the fucking yin yang she's it's smart. like american smart. american business was booming baby the stock market greed is good culture i don't like that's it. wall street culture yeah. it was so much greed and coke and excess but I just remember my my like even like my mom being like we have to watch like these amazing John Hughes 80s movies Clay you're gonna love them and like the jokes are literally like hey faggot kill yourself they're Chinese and like that's the jo-. and I'm like wait what like I don't want to get behind like that's the person we're rooting for to be fair I, I did say- laugh <laughs> I know I was like which <laughs> one was like, it <laughs> she's like slapping her knee <laughs> I was like sounds good. 
I have a real problem, like, women in the 80s, not their personalities or anything. I love, like, the working woman. Like, that was the decade of, like, women joining the workforce. Working Girl is the movie. Okay. I kind of did want to express a problem with Working Girl. I love Working Girl. I think that Harrison Ford is, like, so... Unbearably oh, sexy. Oh, oh, like, oh. I gotta chills go. Gotta from go. Thinking about it. To toe. Let's just say my noom is is having a blowout. You guys, have, you, you guys I'm gonna, I'll be back in five while I go think about Harrison Ford and Working Girl. See ya. 80s Harrison Ford, too. Yeah. Oh, so, but Melanie Griffith in that movie, the outfits and her makeup and hair are so bad that she almost is hideous. <laughs> Like for the what, for like the lead in a the big romantic comedy. That is Melanie what I love Griffith. about it. It is uh, the, here's what I'll say as someone who has worked and adores Melanie Griffith and the entire clan is that the looks were so aggressive that when her, your beauty shines through that <laughs> Esther's face right now, looking at Google images of the movie, when your beauty Caroline. shines through that aggressive fashion, it means so much more. She looks hideous in that movie. What is the makeup this? and the hair and the outfits? She like, I almost can't buy into the concept of the movie because it seems like the movie should be about how weird she looks. I think she was sick because I just saw an article that says her antics on on the set cost eighty thousand dollars. What could that be? Hard partying lifestyle in the eighties followed her to set and cost her big time. No, I don't believe any of that. No, 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 no. You don't believe twofab.com? <laughs> now the question is how do they spell two? <laughs> is it a number or T O O? T O O baby. Then I do trust. Yeah. Talk about the original Tiger Queen, Melanie Griffith. We all know that her mom, Tippy Hedren, kept big Big cats in the house. Melanie Griffith was was gouged by a tiger claw by the time she was like 15 years old because her mom kept tigers in the backyard. There are some beautiful like images too. Like I think they had an incredible like photographers shoot these like wild creatures and they're like in a Beverly yes. Hills house. It's very it's it's very interesting. But I know that Tippy's now like a huge uh, like conservationist, so that's cool. Mm. Well, anyway, we won't be talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay. a liberty, obviously. But this did start with Noom. We went to yeah. Freddy Krueger, and we've gone down a dangerous so Noom, path. So Noom, from what I understand, is just like a weight loss app that guides you. Should I see you? what they're telling me right now? Because they are sending me so many messages. Yeah. They're like, are you with those bitches, Esther and Caroline, again? <laughs> <laughs> they want you to be fat. Wait, okay, Clay also says, says we did an ad for them, which I don't remember. I think it was no. another po- Okay, first of all, they just sent me a message that said, drop and give me zen. That's not bad. I'm going to read one. (laughs) Caroline did write this. I'm sorry. I'm hurting your feelings. Okay. (laughs) Let's face it. Stress and anxiety often extend far beyond the scale. You may be stressed about, oh, this is now getting sad to me. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's very emotional. It's emotionally driven. It's like an emotional weight loss app. Even if you're feeling cool as a cucumber, a new green food, you might be feeling a little more stressed about embarking on this new journey. And that's okay. They're speaking my language, but also their whole thing is, okay, the one thing I will say is interesting because it is supposed to be not like restrictive and crashy. That's why I did it because I really thought like this is cool is that it's all about um, eating more foods that are filling, which is just so basic. It's like, yeah, instead of eating like a piece of like turkey jerky that's like protein keto, but you're not going to be full. It's like eat stuff that's like 
nutrient rich and maybe not the highest calories. Uh, sorry if this is trigger warning to anyone, but just like high volumes of food. And I'm like, well, that actually I can get behind. That makes sense to me. Well, oh my god, a- eating high volumes of low calorie food is like the oldest eating disorder trick in the book. I am so not a fan. I don't think this is cool. I if you follow the Esther method, eat what you have a taste for, then you'll be satisfied and you won't need yeah. to eat buckets of yogurt, which is what you yesterday told me Noom told you to do. But I don't have buckets? room in my fr- I don't have room in my fridge for the amount of yogurt that they want me to be having. I love Okay, I'm a volume eater, which is the thing. Me too. I love to eat a lot. I am not satisfied unless I feel a little bit stuffed. And I do really respond. What is that? It's called being a volume eater. And it's called (laughs) it's called being like the human equivalent of like big farming equipment. Okay, Okay. (laughs) you're shoveling. I just see the nutty professor, like Eddie Murphy, (laughs) when I look in the mirror. Okay, go on. It's okay. I'm kind of like the female Jewish Santa Claus, like Tim Allen, and like when his the gif when his like he turns into Santa Claus. Bear icon. <laughs> so I love being told that there are foods that I can eat in unlimited quantities. Yeah. That gives me this sense of safety. As Esther knows, earlier this year I panic signed up for WW, nay Weight Watchers, I because I because I learned I heard. That like part of Weight Watchers WW is there are like it's the same thing. They're like green category foods that you can eat unlimited of, and that just like gave me like it gave me a sense of safety, purpose. Well, yeah, Esther, but it's if you had good. Been, Esther, if you had been there for me the way that Noom is checking in on my every waking <laughs> meal, maybe I wouldn't need to be forking over forty five ninety five every two weeks. That's a lot. Noom is ripping you a new one. I know. That's a blowout. That's a blowout. <laughs> now that's. A blowout. <laughs> Call me when popcorn is on one of the volume food lists, and then I'll they, join. It's on there. They talk about popcorn all the time. What do they say? What, how? What is the the cadence of your conversation with Noom? You guys are like in a constant dialogue. <laughs> well, they they have coaches that are AI coaches that oh, message no. you. It's basically bicentennial man is like coming and like <laughs> ripping my fridge door off. It's bad. I'm scared. Oh. So scared for you. Sip Celsius. Are canned sparkling waters anywhere to be found on Noom? Yeah, they talk about pals? it all the time. They love that. Okay, this is this is interesting. Esther, it's sounding good. I had some. I got a very weird food item this weekend that I, I feel ashamed about. I need to confess. I need to confess. We're, we're Deep fried Oreo. Ooh. Way weirder. Way more in the fishwife area of mm. things. Okay. What was so. It? Oh, I as think you, I saw on your Instagram. Go on and so, go off. As you guys know, I love seafood. I love seafood so much that I've started an entire business around it. Seafood's a real pressure point for me. I'm in a phase where I would say I am full-blown addicted to oysters. I've been getting oysters <laughs> two to three times a week. I love oysters. I can't get enough. My mouth is getting like, I don't know if you can hear it. Like just talking uh-huh. about oysters is causing a full-blown I need to like swallow. Oh my god, you're slipping to the ground. <laughs> like I Love oysters. So now my life is like, I'm going oyster to oyster. Like, what am I next getting oysters? What was my last oysters? Like, it's a Time thing. Time so- is just an oyster. Time is like, <laughs> units, it's just like, like, oh, yeah, okay, go on. Okay, some people use like a military 24 hour yeah. clock. I just, you, I hold my phone and it's just like three oysters. Wait, Caroline, do you don't watch Housewives, do you? I don't, but I keep Cause, familiar. Well, because Ramona Singer, one of an OGs, is a big oyster girl, and they always no. rudely show like an oyster count at the bottom of the screen. No. And if her sucking down, they'll be like, oyster 12, ding, 
Oyster 13. Ding! Which is very I mean. I am so sad. She's, I know I probably shouldn't say that, but she is like the wackiest, most out there, unhinged, like no one likes her housewife. I can't believe. Yeah, I love her. I wish you would have said like Teddy Mellon or like <laughs> yeah, one Teddy of the, the really like one. cool ones. Okay. But anyway, point is. Go, go on. Uh, what you ordered. Stopped in this seafood, the seafood heavy enclave called Morro Bay on the way down from a drive oh, this weekend. I've been there. You have. It's so cute. I did it's a little really seaside sad, town. I did a really sad comedy show there once. It's like three and a half hours away. Oh, I said sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I feel like I know where that is, but go on. So anyway, it was like we only had limited time to stop, and I went on a seafood gorge where I was like, I got like a seafood stew. I got oysters at two different places. Like I was just like going from place to place, and I was getting so caught up in it. I went to this little seafood shack, and I saw something that I'd never seen before. It was shark jerky that you could buy by the pound, and I Is that problematic? I wish I had a noom by Centennial Man to consult before I did this. Because <laughs> all I remember is blacking out, much like a shark would when it smells blood. Like, I smelled shark jerky. I would do this. I would buy that, too. I love it. Bought half yeah. a pound of it. And I have to say it is, I will eat almost anything. It is the most disgusting, <laughs> wretched, from texture to taste to mouthfeel, dried shark, surprisingly, is rancid. Well, yeah, that's like something that like a whole, like a very sick pirate would eat like two hundred <laughs> years ago while they're like lost. I see now why you don't see shark at, on the menu at most restaurants. Yeah. It's somehow tough, but also like disintegrated in my mouth. But also was like so tough. The it was like neither fishy nor gamey. It was like some combination oh. of the oh. two. It was like this horrible cross-section of tastes, flavors, and textures. I feel like it you would taste almost avoid, human avoid. It had a yeah. bit of like a skin. Yeah. A tough, fatty... Are you okay, Esther? Are you okay? I'm checking in. I, I just... This is... I can't believe you ate it, but that's why you're you. <laughs> oh, that's the worst thing you could ever say to anyone. That's why the you're you. The meanest thing you could ever say to a person is, you know, and that's and that's why you're you, and, and that's why <laughs> I'm I'm me, a good person. That's what that means. I can't believe me you is. just. That's why you're you'd me. Yeah, that was tough. Was it not perfect? Sorry, who else out here is trying shark jerky in Morro Bay? You're dirty. Um, You're dirty <laughs> whore. <laughs> I also got something called salmon candy. You're a fugly which, slut. <laughs> okay, she has. She has a good point. She does raise a couple good points. Yeah, about I, get, I got where she was coming that, from. With I got that. that. Part, yeah. I totally. That was a fair criticism. Yeah. Look, I like to try different things. I'm an entrepreneur. Wait, I'm an iconoclast. Wait, what kind of candy? Salmon candy. How is that? It's cubed dried salmon with a teriyaki glaze. And that's it's good. not bad. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> but yeah, shark jerky, avoid at all costs. Do not enter it into your noom. Just steer clear of so I mean, Clay, it sounds like you had a bad night, but some might argue that mine was mine was worse. Yeah, and I don't want to say that my night was bad. It was just, it was just a shocking trying. one. And and normally when a tow truck driver comes, I've never not fallen in love with any tow truck driver because that is you get to you you have your princess moment. That is you oh, are yeah. Rapunzel in that moment. But in the era of COVID, I don't know if if COVID nineteen exists in the cinematic universe of glowing up, but um, <laughs> having to be like, do you mind wearing a mask? And then being like, 
<laughs> I mean, it's fine. And then him pulling it down to eat airheads while I'm trying to stay awake and clutch my belongings. That was hard, you know? Can my I be last... honest? By the way, no oh, music, sorry, sorry. no radio, silence. <laughs> In the rain? Just the my sound last of rain tur- and, and airheads being pulled Stretched. apart. Yeah. It's very similar texture to shark jerky, I might add. It might have been my shark last jerky. Tow truck driver, he and I. He, he was aggressively hitting on me the whole time. And for some reason, I, I was not into him. But I refused to tell him that I had a boyfriend. And it really, like, got into, like, this long story about how I was, like, a writer and lived by myself. And I, I, like, I don't know. I, I, you're like, I don't lock the door that often. <laughs> I shower between these hours. Weird. You're like, I sleep like Winnie the Pooh. No bottoms. Loose <laughs> <laughs> top. <laughs> that is a Why fun way that? to sleep. Why does that happen? I have to say, too, airdrops are such a super spreader, high droplet food because you're pulling and then you have that rip and droplets are just flying. Okay, I don't need to hear that right now, Caroline. That's not helpful. Clay, I know you were wearing two masks. I, I mean, was wearing two masks. Yes, I You're was. fine. Of course. You guys, there's totally a fine. huge beauty launch that got announced this past week that we have not talked about yet, and that is the Jaclyn Hill Pout Spoken collection. I don't know if you guys remember this, but beauty oh, influencer. She had her <gasps> chance. She oh. missed it. She yeah. fucked up. I will never trust her, especially with I don't know. What, what happened? Tell me about it. I disagree. So Jaclyn Hill is like one of the most famous beauty influencers, and she launched her lipstick collection sometime last year, I want to say, and it was a massive failure. There was problems. Caroline, do you remember what the problems were? Yeah, basically some of the lipsticks arrived melted, and then the worst were some of them had what appeared to be hairs on them. It was just a huge problem with the factory or the co-packer, and she had to like recall. First she double, first she was defensive, mm. but then she ultimately had to double. She had to apologize, recall, refund, and then I think she just had to go back to the drawing board. And it was like that was her one chance. It was her big shot, the biggest beauty influencer, and then she just like totally fucked up her first makeup launch. I will say and you like, might. I don't watch her videos. Every time I turn on a Jaclyn Hill video, I think she's one of the most annoying beauty influencers in the world. I don't. I, I, this is my first time I've ever heard of her. Crazy. I have a lot of respect for her. She, you know, she put on a lot of weight in the last few years, and she's been really like shark jerky. She's been, I don't know, I'm, like, inspired by her and the way she's, like, gained weight and has been, like, confident about it. And I I don't know. I find her videos entertaining. I I know she can be problematic at times, but I think if you watch the launch video, you might see things a little differently because she explains how it was a huge failure and she just has to pick herself up and try again, which I think is a cool message. You know, my first dance recital, me and my teddy bear, I dropped my teddy bear. I picked it back up. It's a big lesson for me in life. Um, so Wait, I think that was you. I, I heard about that even in LA as a child. You're the one. <laughs> you you're the teddy bear picker upper. That's oh right. my god! They tell I'm, that story all. They tell that story far and wide. Oh yeah! Before every job, it gets brought up too. My um, noom just told me. <laughs> Well, do you know what I think also? I mean, granted, I know nothing about this sto- this girl and, except for what you've told me, but the lesson is maybe never be defensive. You never mm. win by being defensive. If someone comes for you and your first instinct is to be defensive, maybe just put a pin in it mm. and wait till like the that. next day. But I think that's a huge – you want to talk about like the laws of power and how to get power? Like – defense unless you're playing like i don't know basketball like it's not the way to do it right 
Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I've never seen someone get defensive and have them like look good. It's not chic. That's for sure. It's a bad look. And I I find myself actively, I I will type out a text in a situation that's defensive and will hold it for a beat and then be like, yeah, not even sleep on it. Like an hour later, be like, no, better to say like nothing. Oh, sending a long defensive unhinged text in the heat of the moment is never a good idea. Never put stuff in right. Don't put it in writing. Yeah. Sorry if I've done that to you, Esther. I've actually never had an awkward fight with anyone on this on this podcast. <laughs> Wait, you do other podcasts? <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't know that. Um, oh, we should let's, start let's a wrap podcast it. war. Wait, I'm sorry, but can we? Can we have with like my other feud? podcast? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Season 56 of Ryan Murphy's feud is about <laughs> yes, Esther's her yes, own podcast. Yes, yes. Oh my god! And Jacqueline Hill's granddaughter is going to play Esther. <laughs> oh, if Esther's lucky. Yeah. There's a lot of stories we have to just quickly talk about. What Go. do we think about JLo and A-Rod? You tell me everything. I just I'll tell about you. J-Lo and A-Rod split. I have a lot of thoughts on this. They, on paper, really were such a perfect couple. They haven't officially broken up yet. I think they're saying they're working through some things, but on paper, they're perfect. They're both, I think, from the Bronx. They're these New York hometown heroes, absolute icons of the 90s, high-earning, multi-mogul millionaires. Like, they have it all. But he is so gross to me, and I never picked up on their chemistry. For being with the most beautiful woman in the world, I want to see him all over her. I want to feel that chemistry. I want to feel that heat. A-Rod... It's like almost like asexual looking to me. The way he looks to me is I can never remember how he looks. It's like I've seen him picture so many times, but it just it doesn't. There's someone put some sort of like malware software in my brain where I can't <laughs> remember what he looks. Yeah, I think that's I think true this is of all athletes. I can't remember what they look like. Okay, so that's enough. all that I can provide on that, except that I think that J Lo is an icon, and I would love to work with her one day. So I wish her the best. I, me as well. I mean, I would give anything to change her tire or like whatever she needs. Oh, that's Renee's job. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimately, that is, that's his job. Okay. I wanted to get a quick temp check on that. And okay. I also have to bring up like some news of personal note to me. This is neither celebrity, beauty or health related, but it is beverage related. Now I'm talking. Now I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> so as we all know, I am a diehard, devoted spinfluencer. Uh, I'm part of the Drifter family. That's their in-house name for their spin spin drift influencers. Drifter. I need to Drifter- get. I need to get on that because I am spending a lot of money on that a week. I can certainly put in a good word, but they're a very mysterious corporation. <laughs> um, I can't promise you anything, uh-huh. um, and I just want you to know that. I begged. When Spindrift first came out, I just want everyone, I want to get the story straight here. They did not have a formal Spinfluencer program. And I begged, thirstily emailed them and begged them to let me come on as an influencer. This is a well-paid TV writer we're talking about here. I was making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year at this point. But I, I was so, I worked harder to get acknowledged by Spindrift with coupons than I did for any job I've ever had. And now, can I ask you what your flavors are, or is that gauche? My fave flave? Yeah. That's really hard. I 
I love strawberry. I have a really special spot in my heart for strawberry. It's a lot of flavor for some people, and I get that, but it really works for me. I like the fruitier. I like the flavors that are evocative of a 90s juice squeeze, if you guys remember the glass bottle. Yeah, of course. Wait, so glass bottle? Look up. Isn't that what juice squeezes were? They were like the 90s chic sparkling juices. Are you thinking of clearly Canadian? Hold on. I'm, I need to look up Juice Squeeze because I think I'm – yeah, Juice Squeeze. Look it up. These glass oh. bottles. They sold them at Trader Joe's. Only the rich kids at my school would bring them. I've never They were had just this. like super sparkling juice. They were super sugary. It was like the predecessor to Spindrift with way more you sugar. Know what the, I, you know what the richest soda when I was growing up was? Like if you had this, not only Orbitz. were you rich – Nope. Not only were you cool, you were indie. You were alternative. You had a sense of humor. Cactus Cooler. Jones. Oh my God. They were so sugary. I Parents would literally were reckless. hold I would like not even drink it. I would just like hold it like mm, like in class, just like at my desk. You'd be like, you, you have to put your soda away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they were yeah. it's a part of so my yeah, identity. I like I like strawberry. I like grapefruit. I mean, I really like every single Spindrift flavor. They all have a special place in my heart. I'm addicted. So, okay, just want to shout out. I don't know if you saw this, Clay. Spindrift this morning announced that, and I cannot believe this. It shook me to my core. They're coming out with spiked Spindrift. Hard Spindrift is coming this summer. Hell (laughs) yeah. This is big news. This is big news. Esther, close your ears. Earmuffs, baby. I'm going to fall off the wagon for that one for sure. Are you you guys both sober? I'm not sober, but I did dry January. Me and Renee did dry January, and we became, some would say, addicted to the dry lifestyle. So I've I've only drank once this year. Coming from someone who during the quarantine drank like every single night. So no, I'm not sober, but I'm also, you know how I'm looking at it? I think I'm hopeful that the world is going to change and I'm going to be going to parties this summer and everyone's going to be vaccinated. And I'm sort of just like saving all my drinks for that. Like I want to, I'm tired of drinking at home. I want to go out and get drunk. I just single tear rolling down Esther's face <laughs> while we have this conversation. Esther's mad. Esther, Esther, do you want it's me just, to be sober, Esther? I just didn't know that was your plan. Oh, um, and I don't think they roll over. Like, you can just go all... Like, that's oh, such no, a sick do. addict. It's a sick yeah. addict mindset. Like, I save it up and then I get it all at once. It's the new lifestyle. I ha- They're going to be my green light points. Esther... You do the same with popcorn. I don't want to hear it. I know. Imagine if Esther did drink, she would be the drunkest. I would be not drinking anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I've always respected about Esther is her reason for being sober is she's like, I know myself. And if I started drinking. Is that would- why, Esther? Yeah, I'll like it too much. It's like I couldn't handle cupcakes when I discovered them. How would I be able to manage alcohol? Yeah. It's true. Yeah, I, I, I respect that. But uh, I will respect. definitely, I'm so down for sp- spiked spindrift. That is, that is so, because I've never had a white claw. They are dangerous and nasty. And the macros on them don't make sense. It's like, how are there two grams of sugar and like 75 calories in this? It's confusing. The white claw lifestyle, I try to stay away from it. Because one thing, one it's one thing to have one white claw, but I feel like it's like you're drinking them all day. People are like, 10 white claws deep. I just don't. I, Have I, you ever had a barefoot bubbler, which is barefoot wines <laughs> answer? Cause I did do a, like a three day ad job for them before the pandemic. And they sent us okay. home with suitcases filled with <laughs> sickly sweet barefoot bubblers. No, that's not, that's, I'm not interested in that. 
also, I will eat a hundred oysters a week, but I will not put that in my also, body. Also, no one talks about the fact that Barefoot, the wine company, which is a big wine company, just flat out has feet. Their logo is just two feet and like flip flops next to it. And we're just, we've accepted this, but it is odd. That's a bit sexually perverse, I would <laughs> like say. It's like grapes and, oh, is it like foot stomping? Oh. Oh, but why the flip-flops? That that seems to evoke a summer, sexy summer foot-based <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Spike Spindrift is coming to certain markets mid-April. This is not an ad. Do you think I they'll swear. sell it at Trader Joe's? Because that's where I do buy my Spindrift. I think those... That's possible. Anything's possible. I did notice that they had to create an entirely separate social media presence for just Spike Spindrift. Mm. So I think there's already some legal issues that they're yeah, working through. Yeah, do you think that they just bought, like, they licensed out the name no. Spindrift and it's a whole different, like, operation? They would not. That's what I'm worried. No, they That's would not what I'm that. worried is happening. Mm. I'm going to be honest. I feel like this is, like, Ugh. one of those, uh, like, CPK to go at the airport where it's sort of like same name, but it's a whole different entity. It's like Chili's quick. <laughs> no, it's Chili's two, just two. like twofab.com. That's oh, no. all the same company. Look, look out for spiked spindrift. It's coming at you in lime, pineapple, mango, and the devious half and half flavor, which is the one flavor I hate. Half cream? Iced tea. Creamer? Oh. No, half oh. <laughs> alcoholic cream. Half, I, it's Arnold Palmer flavor. And oh. it's like fizzy. I don't relapse, like my ice. Relapse, 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 relapse. <laughs> Have so either of you tried the Travis Scott like cacti? I'm dying to. Oh, I'm dying to. talking about that. That's literally all, all the Gen Z kids that I work with are talking about that. I'm what sure it's say? delicious. Because the, like the, the branding and packaging makes me wish I drank. It looks so stinking cute. I want it. So stinking cute. Oh, God. So that Travis Scott. Have you guys been to the Szechuan restaurant in the, where the old Soul Cycle was? <laughs> I went into that Soul Cycle. They didn't have nothing to eat there. It used to be a Szechuan. It used to be Szechuan. So stinking cute. So stinking. So stinking. Why did you become like the mom on Bobby's World, Esther? When I wear my Sam's Club flannel jacket, things just hit different. The ring light fell. serves you right oh no oh no i think that's as good a time to end as any you guys (laughs) esther let's quickly feature a charity um just so people don't think we're monsters i want to give a shout out to the organization oh we're not supposed to say charity anymore it's called my friend's place my friend's place you've heard of my friend's place Mm -hmm. They offer comprehensive services to nearly 1,400 homeless youth between the ages of 12 and 25 and their children each year out of their dynamic resource center in Hollywood. You can check them out at myfriendsplace.org. This seems awesome. I'm going to donate after we get off this call. Let's all donate, Esther. Let's donate. One of my clients does a lot of work with them, and I've gotten really? to meet like, the team. Yeah, Maddie, and I've gotten to meet the team, and they're, it's an amazing organization. Oh my god! I'm, I'm so excited. Um, three Travis Scott cactus coolers. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to donate some money. Uh, Me this too. Place seems awesome, and thank you to the Gloomy who suggested it. Oh, guys, that was a joy as ever. Was it? Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. For me. Okay. Good. Not for you, Clayton. You oh, had yeah. to tell us about your car being towed and hit. Am I um, allowed? I'm having an anxiety. Clayton, you've never told me to call you Clay, but somehow I started calling you Clay. No, it's and now weird I can't that stop. Esther calls me Clayton. My, I, I'm Clay, but Esther calls me Clayton on Wait, camera. Yeah. 
Do I? There is no anxiety I have greater than thinking that I like. Call, no, them call me Clay. I think I've never call called me, you call Clay. Me by why, Clay. Is, why is Call Me Clay literally my like third like book that failed so miserably? <laughs> like literally, they're paying you to buy it at like the bookstore, and it's just like this sweater. Call me Clay. Why are there recipes in this? Yeah. <laughs> That's me when I open up. Why are call the me pages Clay? wet? <laughs> Scented? Yeah. Like barefoot bubbler. <laughs> barefoot bubblies. <laughs> Well, oh I hope God. that one day this podcast episode gets sold as an NFT for uh, 45 cents. And maybe Call Me Clay will also be an NFT. You guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Glowing Up. I'm really excited to look more into that charity and donate. And I know the Glowmies are too. Um, and as always, last announcements, Caroline has a delicious fish company, Tin Fish. You know it. You love it. Eatfishwife.com. Um I have a tie-dye clothing line, which has a launch this week. So if you go to sleepoverbyester.com the day this episode comes out, it will be live. The 90s Taco Bell for here, uh, sweatsuits with matching bralette, t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, masks. Um, Clayton. And if you're an actress or ingenue uh, who's beautiful and wants to get their hair done, have your people reach out to my people. Totally <laughs> relatable content. <laughs> this is true. You have to have a... You have to have like a song hit number one for Clay to do your hair. No, I do everyone's hair except for Esther's yesterday, but that was an issue. He did turn against my hair. We can get into that in a few weeks. (laughs) And let us know if you want uh, Clay to come back on the podcast. Just kidding. You have no choice. He will be back. No, still let us know, though. I want to hear it loud and proud. The response was unilaterally positive, Clay. Well done. Everyone loves you. I know, but that means there's only room for me to fall. So this might be the one where it was like once was cute. Well, I'll leave you on this because I know we're wrapping up. This is something that my parents taught me when I was little, which is first time funny, second time silly. Third time spanking. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've carried that with me. That that's what I that's the trauma that I hold that I have to write about tonight in my Noom journal. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for uh, listening. Please like and subscribe and comment if you're on YouTube. Write us a review on iTunes. Why the fuck um, not? Comment we'll s- spank. Comment spank underneath the Instagram post if you think Clay's been <laughs> yeah, very if naughty. If it's too much, you can boy. write spank, yeah. You guys, we will see you next week on Glowing Up. Thanks so much. Podcast Network.